Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Senior writer at TigerBay.com at BLDOR on Twitter at BLDORE. Brian Lazar joined us now. Brian, uh, LSU and Tennessee, is it as simple as uh, LSU takes care of business? Uh, they win this pretty handily? Well, you know, if you just look at some of these games around the country today, you know, Auburn had problems with uh, UL Monroe for about a half. Uh, you know, Mississippi State behind a lot of the game against Arkansas, but one. Miami behind Virginia came back and won. So I think that's what you're going to see today with LSU and Tennessee. You know, I wouldn't surprise me to see the game to be close, uh, you know, say for a, for a half or so. But I think LSU pulls away in, in the second half. Brian, uh, is, is LSU going this one uh, with their game plan? Hey, look, we're going with our game plan, even though Tennessee gives us a ton of on the ground. Or is it just going to be to where uh, if Tennessee is giving up those high averages and those numbers like they are, the LSU is going to be, hey, it's, this is just too much. We, we, we've got to go to the well because this is what this team gives up. Yeah, no, I think they're going to they're gonna go out and try to run the football first. There's no doubt about that. I don't think they're going to do anything differently, uh, you know, Tennessee's pass defense has been good, but again, that's you know from a yardage standpoint, it's because teams have had so much so much success running the ball on they haven't had to pass. So, uh, but but look, LSU's strength is to run the ball, and I think that's how they'll start off. And, and Brian, now if you would Thursday, we got the the word down about the House Senate bill and and how much it would cost the, the uh, athletic programs across the country. Uh, if if this thing goes into fruition, re-explain that to us because it was on ESPN, it was on our tick, a lot of people talking about uh, what is proposed and uh, what would happen to programs across the country, what they would be facing if this thing is passed. Well, people, when they contribute to the university or, you know, they get a, a tax write-off, well, what they're saying now is that the fact that when you make these contributions in order to get season tickets, you are getting something tangible in return. You're getting the season tickets. So, therefore, you couldn't necessarily write off that, that gift that you're making in order to get the season tickets, uh, write it off for taxes. So the, the school's award, well, there may be some people who say, well, if I can't make this as a tax write-off now, I don't know if I'm going to buy these season tickets. So that's where the issue is. Now, Brian, let me ask you a question, man. With with – Everything that we see going on tonight in regard to, you know, the, the Tennessee and them struggling in the way that they are right now, where do you see this game playing a big part in regards to recruiting for LSU? If they win this game handedly, um, come out of the gates and then do it really well from the very beginning, from the get-go, and not kind of falling behind and having to come back, things of that nature, but just coming out and, and really just – blowing Tennessee out of the water. How do you see this helping recruiting in regards to LSU? Well, you know, Herb, on more than one occasion this year, I've talked to LSU players on the team about that, about the results of a game affecting recruiting. And I didn't find one player who said what happens when a 
in a particular game affected them when they made their decision. And a lot of this came up, you know, the week of the LSU-Alabama game about the fact that Alabama's been winning and does that affect them as, as a recruit. And like I said, there was not one LSU player that said, oh, I really watched to see who, who wins a particular game in my senior year because whoever wins that game, that's going to have an influence upon where I go. I didn't find one. So the fans talk about that a lot. The coaches may talk about it a lot. But when you go straight to the players, they said it didn't matter to them. Brian. Yeah, I, no, I understand exactly, Brian, what you mean, because I felt the same way when I was coming out of college, uh, high school myself um, and then having the same thing dealing with my son in regards to being recruited. Now, with that being said, uh, you know, I, you know, we've talked about this and we continue to talk about it and there's depth in our recruiting class so that we can, you know, get certain guys offensively or, or the offensive line, defensive line. How do you see or where do you see us going to get these next couple, three or four guys that can come in and add depth to the offensive and defensive line? Well, look, I know they've talked about it. Ed Ogeron's talked about going to the junior college route. I don't know. I know there's one junior college lineman up in the Northeast they feel pretty good about, but I don't really know how much that they're going to be able to get, you know, junior college linemen that are going to come in next year and, and, and have a, you know, impact right away on the team. So uh, it's, you know, on the defensive line for next year, everybody's talking about Brandon Fajoko, the transfer from Texas Tech, who's sitting out this year. I talked with Rashard Lawrence about him this week, and he said he is a guy that's very, very good. So I think that's someone that had started for two years at Texas Tech, and they're counting on stepping in in the starting lineup next year at LSU. Uh We'll just have to wait and see. I think the offensive line next year, where it stands, is going to depend upon the decisions made by Will Clapp and Toby Weathersby, two people who are eligible to leave for the for the uh, NFL, as to whether or not they're going to put their names in the draft or come back for their final seasons of eligibility at LSU. Brian, now LSU and Tennessee, uh, you know, where where are these programs at now, Brian? Uh, Tennessee, you know, uh, last year they were kind of, uh, uh, I guess, in the top half of the uh, Eastern Conference, or maybe a little higher. Then they, you know, looked like they were on par, and they lost that game to Vanderbilt. Man, it's been almost like downhill ever since. Uh, where where is Tennessee in comparison to LSU? Are they about the same, or a couple behind? Is Tennessee really just falling that far behind because of this season? Uh, where where are they in each the East and the West? Well, Tennessee, remember that back in 2007, they lost to LSU in the uh, SEC championship game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Since that season, this is the 10th season since then, Tennessee has one winning record in the SEC. So that tells you where their program is. And they have, in the last 10 years, they've only had four overall winning records. And three of those four came in in the last three years under Butch Jones. Mm -hmm. So throw out the overall records, just look and see how you're competing in the conference. And obviously Tennessee has, you know, they're a second division team and been that way for, for, for basically 10 years now. LSU, they have fallen from being an elite team in the conference, but they're still a good team, you know, still top you know, no worse than top four in the league. So, no, there's a big gap right now between where the LSU program and the Tennessee program are. 
And, Brian, when you look at all the programs that are out there, facility-wise, so forth, competing, trying to get those recruits in there, is LSU right up there as good, on par with, with, with the other programs when it comes down to, to that, the facilities, what they have, what they need? Yeah, for the most part they are. You know, I think uh, you know that's one problem with Tennessee, and I think they're talking about trying to update their facilities. Florida's mm-hmm. doing the same thing right now with theirs. But, uh, yeah, look, could could Alabama or Georgia be better than LSU or Texas A&M be better than LSU? In some areas, yes. But is that is it big enough of a you know difference that's preventing LSU from competing against those schools? Absolutely not. Look, the biggest difference between uh, what's happening for teams wanting to uh, win the SEC and it's it's that guy's coach in Alabama. Brian Lazar. Brian, now LSU tonight, your key to this game and how you see this one going down, LSU and Tennessee and Neyland Stadium a little bit after six this evening. Look, uh, the only way LSU loses this game is if they have to play poorly and Tennessee has to play very well. You know, that, that's it. Uh, Tennessee's not going to be able to, you know, to compete with LSU if LSU comes out there with the proper frame of mind and plays well. I, it wouldn't surprise me to see LSU scuffle around uh, for a half or so, but I just think that the biggest thing in the game is that Tennessee can't stop the run and LSU can run. And, and in, in these last couple of years, whenever LSU's been in that situation, whether it's been an Ole Miss or an Arkansas, LSU's had no trouble winning the game. Texas A&M last Thanksgiving. When LSU can really run the ball, they're, they usually win pretty handily. So I, I think LSU, though it may take them a while to pull away like last week, I'm going to say LSU uh, wins again. I'm calling it LSU 34, Tennessee 16. Brian Lazar. Brian, let everybody know what you're working on on the site. Now they can keep up with you on Twitter. www.tigerbait.com. We'll have all the uh, rewind and analysis up on the site after the game, and then we'll, we'll have a story up probably sometime tomorrow looking ahead to the LSU basketball team when they open up out in the uh, tournament in Maui on Monday night. Senior writer at TigerBait.com, at B-L-D-O-R-E, at B-L-D-O-R-E on Twitter, Brian Lazar. Brian, thank you so much. Enjoy the game. Okay, talk to you guys later. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.